Zane Lowe, Apple Music. Hey, this is the Zane Lowe interview series. I'm Hanuman. Zane is out, but in the meantime, I wanted to bring you his conversation with Thundercat. Now, Thundercat and Tame Impala have long been rumored to be cooking something together in the studio. It's been ethereal. Will they? Won't they? Where is it? What's happened? His last couple years have been incredible. Success on a sort of professional level, on a personal level. He's gotten his head together. He's become sober, which he opens up with about Zane in a couple minutes. But this collaboration with Tame Impala is something that feels like it should have happened years ago. I mean, Kevin Parker, of Tame Impala released a Lucy that kind of came and went that nobody knew if they weren't paying attention to the Dungeons and Dragons soundtrack. But I mean, that is too perfect by half. Zane touches on all of that alongside Thundercat, which starts right now. Enjoy this conversation and then take a listen to the new Thundercat track for the full experience. Oh, uh, what's up, man? What's happening? We got our cardigan game hey, strong today. See, great minds. Great minds. Again, here we are. <laughs> I felt that way from the minute I met you, and I don't want to. I don't want to like overcook it because you know I have a habit of doing that. I'm an emotional <laughs> dude. And I don't really have an off button. We've seen a lot, man. We've we've seen a lot, and um. But I do. I do feel like the moment I met you, I was like, man. You know how sometimes, and you, I know you feel this. You just feel a chemistry with someone. You just yeah. know, like, ah, oh, this person, I'm gonna know. Oh yeah. In lots of different phases of life. Oh, yeah. You're just always there with them. It's almost like it is like this weird timeless, like out of time. Like it's just like, you know, it's just that's what it is. All this stuff that we're in right now, as much as I love and respect it, evaporates. Yeah. And it just becomes about life and about like the real stuff. And um, so let's get into the real stuff. How are you, bro? (laughs) (laughs) I'm all right. I've been drinking a lot of water and uh, I've been punching. Good. And uh, you look yeah. well, man. I said that off the record. I want to let people know on the record. Um, you know, you look like you're in your health. I've been working on it, man. I've been working on it, and uh, I know it's different. You know, it's like it's it's a constant battle every day. You know. Yeah. But I I'm with it. You know what I mean? It's interesting when we find health out of necessity, and and I think you know when we when we're young, we're told. It's a choice and you should do it and da 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 da. And then you get to a point in your life, and it, the same thing happened to me for different reasons. You know, I had to get Got healthy. It. I had to. And I actually loved that that because it, it put it in a different framework. I don't begrudge it now. Like, I know that it serves me. Yeah. Like, I, um, I mean, if I'm uh, being totally candid with you about it, it's kind of like, you know, again, you know, the terms and circumstances under which we've met in different prior situations like yeah. this, you know, it's like, that was a really life-changing moment for me, you know? And I think that, uh, I, I, you know, they would, I would always get subtle hints and things here and there from close friends or girlfriends at different times. I was, And I, when I look back a lot, of, and, and even when we talk about moments sometimes, you know, there would be moments where it's like, I was kind of like John Belushi, man. It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. well, because you're charming with it, right? So people aren't quite sure. You can't tell them where the... That's the thing. And people, and people also, you know, when you're fun with it, yeah, when it exu- when it exudes a positive, fun energy, people who love you don't know whether to pause. Yeah, or get in between that experience, or whether it's like, oh, it's all fun and games. It's all cool. He's cool. Yeah, no, it was it was like I've, at different times I would have different descriptions of things. Like one girlfriend at one point was literally like. She compared it to like Jekyll and Hyde. Huh. She would like I couldn't tell who I was talking to. Yeah, yeah. And it was like I know the real person, so I know that that's not really what's coming out of you. But yeah. whatever's coming out of you when you get here, yeah, yeah. Either you're not addressing it, and it's that stark of a difference. It was some. It was literally oh, like it was like, kind of like a, almost like a like culminating to like like a pus bump. You know, it, I don't know. It's like I uh, think that you know moment defining a definite change in my life. It was kind of like a. 
I, you know, I kind of had to tether myself back into reality in a different way. Well, you, you know? yeah, well, you have to ask yourself, am I ready for reality? Yeah. Because, because what, what we're doing in those moments is we're trying to separate ourselves yeah. from reality, right? Oh, yeah. And, it's, and it's, it's like, what a hell of a reality to come back into. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and, that's, and that's why they call it the work, right? <laughs> it's not like you just wake up one day and be like, I don't need that anymore. And wow, the birds are chirping. It's like, holy <laughs> shit. I'm like, I still, Look at this trail of destruction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. And like every now and again, sometimes you get cussed out and you go, man, I really do understand why I drank the way I drank. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm like, if I can't process it sober, I'm like, good Lord, drunk. I'm probably sure that definitely put a Band-Aid on whatever that was. <laughs> but it's, it's funny that you talk about being cussed out, though, and, what it, and how it, that idea of having your mood or identity affected to such a degree by someone else's oh. feelings or perspective. Every version of it is a constant, like, uh, it's like always constantly adjusting or trying to understand more because there's a part where I think for many years I would, like like you were saying, I would mask it. I wouldn't, you know, I'm like, I wouldn't be able to process regardless most of the time. Yeah. But alcohol was like a big yes. Yeah. You know, it was like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you I'm know? old enough to drink. People offering it oh, to me. Even when I was fixed. Yeah, even when I was younger, it was like it yeah. started young. Yeah, but there's a part where it became like uh, 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 what I couldn't process. Like it would almost like create a nice good set of blinders for me, and the in between was just enough of a crack to be able to function. You know. Yeah, I do. On learning and understanding how things translate versus it's almost like. Uh, Everything from cause and effect to like, you know, things that you can't repair, things you can't, you know, like things you just have to genuinely rebuild and fix and work on. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a lack of control in moments when you desperately, desperately oh, want yeah. it. It's the, it's the great illusion unraveling before your very eyes. Oh, yeah. And so you don't want to even look at that. And it's interesting you put the blinkers on because that's such a beautiful... Yeah, I'm mean, use the word beautiful because I think people need to understand that that truth is beautiful. It's a beautiful description of, of what it provides you is this narrow field of vision. Yeah. But, but but the things going hard left and hard right of that field of vision are still going on around yeah. you. Yeah. And when the field when the vision opens up again and the and the sobriety kicks in for a hot minute and you realize what you haven't been doing. Oh man. It creates more anxiety and more oh, stress, man. which leads you back into the narrow field of vision. Oh my gosh! I like literally in some anytime I'm laughing about it, somebody's like, "What's so funny?" And I'm like, "Oh man." <laughs> Because <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, because there's a part where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember why. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I remember, but it's always just a good thing to have back here. You can do better than LaCroix, though, man. <laughs> hey, man, they got some interesting flavors, you know. I, I, I was like, ooh, beach plum? I was like, plums on the beach? I've never... <laughs> Plum? You bring plums to the beach? I was like, all right, all right, man, I like that. Try that out. You know yeah. what beach? Where, where is this beach that you guys speak of with the plums? They're like a kiosk. <laughs> beach plum? How is your lifestyle, man? I mean, we're gonna get to the music. I know that you are a very restless, creative human. You're always got to put your creativity somewhere. Yeah. And 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 that's another thing as well. Like when you don't have an outlet for that, or perhaps you're on the road and doing things that aren't the most creative ex expression. It's more of a recreation of the creative mm. expression. Um, I wonder sort of how that affects your balance and, and how you find a balance between satisfying that hunger, mm -hmm. but also realizing that life is life and creativity Ooh. is a part of that. You know, I've kind of erred on the side of there's no rhyme and reason. The, the place where it exists with you is bigger than any part of sensibility that you can put to it, depending on where you're at when it shows up. <laughs> so there's this part where it's like... Uh, Beautiful. You have to like be okay if there's nothing there. 
because the reality is it's not that there's nothing there. It's one of those things where it's just different and it shows up different. Yeah. You know, a good example is, uh, um, I guess, like even my process for songwriting, like everything else is there's an art to it. There's a tool. It's a tool. Mm. You know, it's a it's something that you're always constantly chipping away at mm. or something of that nature. But it started showing up different for me after, mm. you know, it's like, okay, that's not the first thing I want to do. And a lot of the time, like you're saying, life takes precedent. Sometimes you got to just be able to live life and like experience what it is. Yeah. And, you know, and it lends itself to something completely different well, when it shows it. up. Otherwise, you're forcing yeah, it. Yeah, other than that, you're just like farting on music. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. you just. It's got to be here somewhere. Where is it? It's like so it's, when you lose something in your bedroom, especially when you're a teenager and you have no sense of, of, of self awareness or, or surroundings, yeah. and you lose something. Like watching my kid try and find something in his bedroom when it's literally <laughs> under his fucking nose. Yeah. yeah that's it's like a that. Perfect analogy for it. It's just like it doesn't go anywhere, it's always with you. You know, there's the the practice of, there's always the want to keep sharpening and practicing, which is always fine, but it doesn't mean it's always meant to lend itself to something, you know? It's like, it's, I think there's a part of it where I had to learn a different functionality for it for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm a person that's always felt more comfortable writing by myself in my own room, you know, not ne- not necessarily anybody there. If somebody would see me writing lyrics or something like that, it would be by just by proximity. You just happen to be here, yeah. you know, but having to feel like, again, I've always heard of things like, you know, you should change your environment, try something different. I hate that. Yeah. You know, like, I, nah, nah, I was always a guy like, nah, you don't need all that. I need it. Well, you strike to. me as quite an introverted person. I hope that's yeah. not an off-the-mark observation. And, and I, the, reason that, the reason I feel that way is because in the times we've met and, and hung out or spoken on the phone or whatever, we have a great banter. It's very natural. Yeah. But then there's been times when I've been like, hey, I'm at the same place. You've got five <laughs> minutes to say what's up. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> and I realize that there's a difference. But, and, and I love it because I realize that what you're saying is like, when we have our time together, and I feel like this is probably how you look at life, I'm engaged, yeah. but I don't live for that. Like, there are human beings that live for that. I get freaked out, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, regardless of what everybody sees, sometimes there's a part where I'm genuinely like, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, most of the time. Yeah. Anytime somebody, like, you're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. Yeah. And it's just like. <laughs> That's not an invitation. <laughs> genuinely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wasn't doing anything, man. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? I'm just, uh, I think I touched a couple of books in the house. Maybe. I don't even like my cats touching me too much. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah it's funny because when you see it and you're just like I thought you like cats I'm like we like each other because we don't like we, each other <laughs> they're the perfect like, they're the perfect companion yeah it's like don't touch me that's interesting <laughs> you are man you are the cat you are the thunder cat um, it actually it, it, there's layers to it I've never explored before and, and maybe I'm looking too deep into it but yeah you do you provide comfort for others but don't get it twisted I do not <laughs> need to sit on your lap all the time <laughs> it's like I will scratch you <laughs> um, what brings you here today my man you know I we would we would talk for lots of different reasons and we've spoken off the record without any music or anything to talk about but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it open-ended and ask you why are we here today and and where is this like what what have we got in our hands here man oh man for me personally this is one of the greater moments for me you know like this is a I don't even know where to begin with this. This is me and Kevin Parker. Yeah. You know, and uh, from the day I heard Kevin's music, I knew me and him could do something. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it from the minute I heard it. I was like, I was like, oh, man. I was like, oh. I, personally, I was like, man, I would have been in his band. Yeah. Or I'm like, or yeah. like man, I, like, you know, all of that. And, like, that's a, that's one 
part of it, the part of it where there's a moment for me that I even had to talk to him when we started making this song. And, uh, you know, like there's that part where, you know, where you, the, the, the ways you come about collaborating and working on music. Sometimes, sometimes people at the label try to set it, it up. It can be kind of gross. Yeah. And I, I remember, you know, like, you know, like something like saying I'm a fan of your music. Mm. It's so kind of like, it almost like feels like tongue in cheek. It's almost like you can, mm. you say that just to like, you know, you know. Nice to meet you. I'm a fan. Yeah. It's like a weird way to fluff, you know, like yeah. you're kind of fluffing being weird. Yeah. But there's a part for it where I'm like, genuinely... For me, I own all your albums. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I remember a very specific thing for me. And we we both, we were sitting there while we started working on it. And I was like, I had to make sure I, I had to, because, you know, there's a part where it's all washed over in alcohol psychologically yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah. There's a part where I was like, me, when did Apocalypse come out? And I was like, when did Apocalypse Dreams come out? And I was like, just make sure to see which order this is in, because there's a part where I was like, you know, there's a part that this could have inspired that. Yeah. And there's a part where we both were just in the same mind frame psychologically in the feelings of certain things, I think. And I, I expressed to Kevin how Apocalypse Dreams got me through one of the hardest moments in my life. Mm. There's only a couple songs like that, you know? And I mean, I know you remember, like I remember Austin Peralta. Mm. And it was like, that helped me cope. That was one of the helps. That was one of like a genuine spiritual like moment mm. for me. Mm. And, it, and I told him and I was like, every, the, 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 the minute you said everything is changing, mm. I was like, it just made me feel okay. And I think, and I was like, I was like, Kevin, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. So what you're hearing with this is everything from that. That's what this feels like for me. That's beautiful. From that on, you know. Before we get into the the present day experience, um, you know, for me, so I was like everybody else, you know, I, I, I heard the EP and was like, all right, well, this this could have existed in any time period. Yeah. It's sick, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and then I found out that this guy does it all in the studio. I was like, all right, we're dealing with a real... Like, yeah, he's a like, G. Like, like, hit your wagon. This oh, thing. yeah. Be a fan here because this is only going one way, right? Yeah, there's there's that guy. There's here. There he is. Yeah. He's the guy that does the, exactly. all the stuff. Yesterday, he, to me, that guy didn't exist. Today, my, life, my life changed. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But it was when I I put the album on for the first time and I heard it's not meant to be and I heard the way that he twisted the narrative of each verse from being about a relationship to being about a, to being about yeah. a family member. Yeah. And I was like, wow, in the framework of one song, this individual has created two very distinct versions yeah. of, of loss. Mm-hmm. Right? Again. Just the writing blew me away. Yeah. Because everyone was talking about the drums and oh my God. And like, where do you get those drums? Like samples, do you play them? Yeah. How do you make such an authentic psychedelic sound? Yeah, Kevin's sick, man. He's sick. And we all know he's a studio genius. We all know that he's a student and he's kind of a scientist the way he puts it together. Yeah. But the lyrics and the way he writes. So when you say everything is changing, I agree. There's been moments when he'll say one line and I'm like, how did you sum that up so neatly? Yeah. That, that, That song, I remember... Like, I can distinctly remember myself in the car crying and screaming the lyrics to that song, you know? But, like, it was, like, coming out like vomit. Apocalypse know? Dreams? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was just as kind of one of those things where I, I'm like, maybe if I ever meet him one day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> so when you met him, I'm, I'm fascinated with the meeting of minds because, to your point, um, as a fan of, of musicians, I meet them most of the time. It's a very sort of singular trade. And then if, over time, it becomes hopefully a little more even handed and we find balance. But you're entering into the room as Thundercat. And I know that, you know, that, that to you is a little bit of 
right? But 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 Kevin knows you and he loves you, and there's no question that you, there's a meeting of minds before you even meet. So how do you navigate that as the extroverted introverted cat that we now know you to be? You know, uh, I sometimes don't know how I'm, I do it also either because there's a part where I'm just like somebody will be like, "What would you rather me prefer uh, to call you, uh, Mister Cat Cat Thunder Thunder?" Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I'm yeah. just like, I, my mom calls don't me Stephen. Don't make it weird. Stephen. <laughs> yeah, don't you know, make it weird. Like, my name is Stephen. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's like, hey, you know, but I, I don't know. It's like, I never know where that lies with people sometimes. Yeah. There's been some moments where I've seen like some weird, like knee jerkish reactions to realizing it's me at some point, you know, yeah, it would yeah, be like, yeah, okay, yeah. bring it down a notch. You know, it's like this, like, weird, well, cause like, it's almost identity theft. In a really weird way, with the best of intentions, it's almost identity theft. It's like I'm taking this thing that you created as a portal for your creativity, and I am throwing it back at yeah. you. Yeah, it's it's a lot. I do yeah. that, man. I'm guilty. Uh, of that. No, no, no. It's it's but it all. That's why I said it depends on how and where it's coming from. Sometimes because mm. I've seen somebody like completely act an ass, mm. completely act an mm. ass, you know. And it's just like this moment where they don't, you know, they don't realize who I'm standing in the room or something like mm -hmm. that. And then somebody will be like, oh, this is Thundercat. Oh, my God, I didn't know. I wouldn't have done that. And it's just like, yeah, it's it horrible. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. But there's a part where I don't, I don't expect anything. You know, I just kind of like I want to keep moving forward. It's not like a, mm. that's kind of like it, it reminds me of who I am personally. It reminds me of where I've come from, you know. I love that. You're able to translate it into personal growth rather than actually a growth of the brand. Yeah, no, nah, it's I just keep a. Uh, Making weird stuff. <laughs> keep getting inspired to just, just get, let's like, a, was it Hunter S. Thompson? You just out in the desert somewhere. Just trying to figure it out. Yeah, just trying to figure it out and keep making stuff. So what was it like when um, you and Kevin got, got, got together and started forming what, what, what's become this song, No More Lies? Because it's so beautifully equal parts. Both yeah. <laughs> it's like you are doing that thing you do. Here I am projecting back on you, but you'll appreciate this. It's a, it's, it's a nice projection. Uh, you know, you are utilizing your ability to ride a scale like a wave, like a beautiful set yeah. on a surfboard, right? Like, Thank you. It's, it's like you, you ride the wave better than almost anyone I listen to. You make skill feel soulful and simple. And that's, that's, a ah! that's that, which I love. And then you got Kevin who does the same thing in his own way. You know, you underplay your brilliance at the <laughs> highest level, and so it's like when you're coming in together. How was that chemistry? How was that? How was that whole thing? I had to like make sure I wasn't coming in too hot because I was like <laughs> so excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm like box every day. I'm like way to the ADDs in full swing. I'm yeah, just like yeah, yeah. yeah. And also because you you're coming in with this thing of like you kind of changed my life, and I just yeah, want to like, tell you before we even get started. Like, I didn't know yeah, if I should just immediately get naked and like sacrifice <laughs> myself. I was like, I was like Kevin. I was like, hey. You like me? <laughs> I was like, hey. Oh yeah. Can I play I mean, some music? Oh yeah, of course, man. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, nice yeah. one, man. Yeah, yeah. Sweet, you already know sweet. he's chill as hell, you chill. know. So I'm pretty sure that I was like, you gotta let me know if I'm if I'm messing up right now. You gotta let me know if I'm talking too much. He's like, nah, it's fine. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I got a lot of stuff to talk to you about, you know. You know, but Oh my god, you didn't read the Perth handbook, bro. Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't and you know, but I think we genuinely warmed up to each other, and it's a it's a couple of moments. I think the minute he played the idea that he had started working on, yeah, I had pulled the bass out. I was like, "Man, please let me let me." I can. I was immediately like engaged, yeah. And it was kind of like this thing where it was like, um, 
he was like, oh, okay. I, he always, and it was funny, his, his demeanor is so funny sometimes, you yeah. know, because he was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. I kid you not. It reminds me of my daughter. Like she, like any, my daughter can hear the wildest news. Like, hey, you know, the part of California is crashing into the ocean. Her response to everything is just, oh, <laughs> like not denoting one way or the other. It's just literally like, oh, yeah. And I was like, there's no internal meter. <laughs> yeah, you like, can't see what the meat is doing, right? I was like, was that good? Was it bad? Help me, exactly. help me understand. I know exactly what you're talking about because the amount of times I've tried to explain to that guy what his music means to me, and it's like you get the same thing. Oh yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like cool. You're running traffic after talking to Kevin. No, um, yeah. but it was one of those things where, and then uh, I, I, you know, we, I kind of wanted to sit with it for a bit because I think sometimes, and this is one of those moments for me, even where it was like the the contents of the heart or wherever, you know, it's like, it kind of came up like vomit. Mm. And I remember I I started recording lyrical stuff to it. And he was like, at f- it was funny because there's a part of it where it's like, I think sometimes my lyrics can be a bit like off-putting because it's a bit of humor sometimes maybe or something like yeah, that. That's you know? why we love you. Like, I feel weird, go to bed, brush your teeth, go, you know, yeah. go to sleep. <laughs> Beat your like, meat. <laughs> exactly. And so you, everyone's just like a focused in on the kind of like the, the, the jokiness of it. But but that, that's a sad f- song yeah, it's, it's like that's, a, that's basically depression on a stick yeah it's like i do not feel like right right now this yeah. is a little uh guys it's getting darker yeah no but um no it's so I, I sat with it for a bit and then i kind of you know came up with a bit of an idea and i remember kevin was just kind of like again oh <laughs> and, and i was like yeah. help me yeah. and yeah. i was like yeah. am i saying too much is this not the right type of content that i should be talking about like yeah what were we what were we dreaming about here help me help me you know but it was like I think that he immediately, from what I could see, yeah. it kind of sparked his interest to want to delve into it more. And it, it became like a game of ping pong for us. Mm. Oh, it was like, oh, oh. And we're, we're talking about life. We're sharing stuff, you know, but we're talking about it. There was moments that we captured with it within this song. And it was funny because I was, I don't know, I, was like, I think that I get a joy out of like seeing somebody laugh, you know? I do, you know what I mean? And so it's like, there's a part for me where I'm just like, when we hit that place where it was just like, and it's like there, there's the here comes the Beavis laugh. It's like, <laughs> you, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like there. there Connection it, formed. Yeah, because know? it is deep. I'm sorry, girl, didn't mean to drag you in my dreams. It, I mean, that is like shame, guilt, acknowledgement, and, <laughs> and acceptance in two yeah. lines. Yeah. Yeah. In two lines. It's just, it's just, admit. And then you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay, right? Yeah. But only because you admit and acknowledge, yeah. right? That's that's where the real work is. And so, you know, I can see why he's trying to figure out like, where am I in this process? Because you're clearly in a place as a human <laughs> yeah. where you're ready to I've been like hearing the word accountability. Let a it lot. go. Yeah. Let it all go. Right. Let it all go. And <laughs> figure out a way forward. Yeah. Right. And that's good. It's pushing each other. Um, what was the thing? So you clearly surprised him. What was the thing that he did that surprised you? What was the moment when you went, even internally, uh? Personally, to be honest with you, the minute he pressed the space bar, mm. I, it was immediately being met with everything that you would think it was for me. Mm. It was like, it was just like, I was like, sir, we can stop right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I like, I'm ready. Was and like, it hits you immediately. Yeah. It hits you immediately. And this this leads me to a place I've always wanted to get to with you, which is what you feel when you know there's something ready to share, to express, to add, 
but it's not cerebral. Yeah. It's not like you're thinking of the notes. It's not like you immediately start doing the math. It's a feeling, right? It's got to be. I mean, I, I mean, sometimes I feel like I find myself laughing a lot. Like I can hear myself and I just go, man, you sound stupid. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, oh, man. But there's a part when whenever I feel like that weird, like it's almost like it's it. I think it does register very ADD, like, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. It's like, it's like I kind of like get all twitchy and, you know, it's the part where I'm like, uh, what is that? You know, it's like, but it's like it, it comes out in the same manner. I kind of go, that was it. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I guess that's it. You wow. know, that's, that's, that's all I got. I just, you just get it out of the way. Yeah. It's like, you I have to. Yeah. Um, I'm OCD. It took me a long time to really kind of acknowledge that I had to figure it out for myself and then I had to go see somebody and I did a bunch of extensive therapy and figured out like, oh yeah, I'm getting OCD. <laughs> and uh, Puro, the whole thing. And um, you, you mentioned ADD a couple of times. Like, have you acknowledged that within your own behavior? That is, are you ADD or OCD? What's going on in that space? It's, you know, it's funny that you mentioned it because there's a part where like anybody that's, I guess there's this moment where somebody that is, it, the first person to always figure it out is the person that's dating you. <laughs> They're always like, "Man, have you been checked out?" And it's just like, you know, that like, is a be- you're getting one for that. <laughs> that is a that is an amazing, beautiful, uh, pure life observation right there, everybody. It's like you know, you have multiple girlfriends go, "Yeah, hey man, yeah, I'm not trying to be a butthole, but but clearly, <laughs> it's, it's so." And it's the part where it's like it's like as it's progressed, you just go like this. No, nah, it's fine. I've heard this before. And yeah, and, and they're like exactly. Yeah, they're like, so are you gonna are you gonna plan on working exactly. on that? You know, exactly. just like I'm gonna I'm working on it. And usually, I you couldn't see it before. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But because yeah. what is it, and what do you do with it? What do you do with that information? And what? But I immediately when I was like. What do you want to do with that observation? Do yeah. I have to do some work? Do I have to go do something? Yeah. I want to do something. I'm like, you know, how long have I been here? Yeah. And it's like everything that comes to mind, I'm always like, I don't think Wesley Willis would approve this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just a part of me that's like, so? <laughs> so but, but now you've heard it. Now we're talking about it. I mean, and, and this clarity of mind, you're able to truly identify your nature is coming to the surface again, right? Yeah. So where does that leave you in terms of like, how you relate to your brain, to your mind, to your process, to, to, to your speed. It is what it is. That's what, you know what I mean? Like realizing, like, I feel like most creative people are like this. Mm. You know, we're all kind of like, mm. you know, and it's just, mm. it comes with the territory. Mm. You lean into the space. So it's like nature. It's part of who you and are. And then you, nur- you find a place to nurture it. Yeah. In I'm, a safe space. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm, yeah, I'm pretty that. sure the that makes total sense. Roman Empire or the Ottoman Empire was definitely not like, Oh, that ADD is kicking your ass, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. No version of this before cavemen were going like, yeah, something's wrong with him. But like, you, but you've been on the receiving end, like I have, and our generations moving forward, and the ones coming up under us, where we have a better understanding and a clearer understanding to communicate. Which, I mean, that's why the Ottoman Empire and the Roman Empire was a fucking shit show. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's why cavemen bashed each other over the head with fucking clubs, and you know what I mean. You so got a like, point. You got a point. So it's like, in a way, <laughs> in, 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 in a way, for me at least. I like the fact that we don't have any answers, but we're not afraid to go searching. Yeah. Yeah, because once you can see it, it's just another tool to communicate with. Yes. yes because yes. you wouldn't question it in melodic and harmonic form, you know. Nobody questions that. Or we do. Very slightly, though. Very, ever so slightly, well, right? We, well, well, 
what we do as well, you're absolutely right, but we also, we embrace it differently. Yeah. yeah. We embrace it. Yeah. So I'll hear your music and I'll recognize that there's an absolute unique wiring going on, a unique experience that ex excites me and I feel connected to. So I, I don't question it or I don't try to apply it to my life. I just embrace it. Yes, it's because it, it registers at a different place, wherever that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always feel like, I've always felt like music is just, it's like uh, otherworldly. It's, it's like, you know, I think about Thor and that uh, rainbow bridge and you're just kind of like, music is from this. It's ours and not ours at the same time. It lasts longer, has more resonance. You know, it's like, you know, you, you put a person's picture with it. And it's, that's the sound they created. Or was it like a? It was like a conduit. You can't tell what's going on. I don't on. know. I, I, and that's one of the fundamental truths of my life. The more time I've immersed myself in the creative experience, is I don't know what's chicken and what's egg. Yeah, that's here we go. And that's how the music shows up for us. You yeah. know, it's like that's don't know what the heck is going on. I just love that you're you're unafraid to write a song like No More Lies. To your point, it was a vomit. You didn't sit there coming in that studio that day saying I've got something to say. It's not like it was a script you had in the back of your mind. <laughs> no. And then, but that's when you have to make the the ultimate decision, and you have to decide to be brave enough to let it go. Oh man, it definitely like at, on listening back to it. Sometimes there's a part where it feels like a lot to me. Sometimes it yeah. does. It's yeah. like, what the hell did I just say? Yeah. And do you? And what? What? How does that make you feel? Do, are there? Is there ever a moment when you, the anxiety feels like it's winning, and that you may decide to actually? Even just soften the edges of the truth, because this is undiluted truth on this song. It shows up when it shows up. You know, the term accountability, you know, the, the getting cussed out, the, you know, being the worst boyfriend in the world or the best boy. You can't tell me I'm the best boyfriend and the worst boyfriend in the world. That like, you just, I need like some flat, nice, good, <laughs> flat, even surface. <laughs> wow, you're amazing. You're horrible. Like, it's just, just like, huh? Is there no in between here? Yeah, it's like, hey, yeah. just how about like, you know, you're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. Yeah. Where this is showing up in my life at at this point, even this type of the way I'm, what this is coming out of with this song, mm. I think there's a part where it's just like, uh, I don't know. You just have to, again, like we were saying with different parts of aspects of my life that have happened before, even with the drinking, it's like accountability. Mm. You know, it's something that has to happen at some point. And I always like I always I always have this joke for myself personally where I'm just always like I wonder what I know there's got to definitely be books of like people's last words but like you spend your whole life on this planet yeah and it's like what did you learn it's like make sure you lock the front door because somebody will walk in your house that's all you got like you don't have much you know you leave with like this like you got like you know hey remember, you know if you don't tie your shoes you'll trip like but you don't have like a lot all these examples that you that you're mentioning and there's more are all bits of advice that we're given as children yeah it's like, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like they tell you the most important things between the ages of about two and five, six five or six yeah just, right and it's like brush it. your teeth go to sleep yeah <laughs> you yeah. know it's like you know and so it's like it's like change these, your underwear change like, your un yeah exactly you know look twice before you cross the road that's like that's all you got man that's it. Oh, that's it. And they're all kind of fear-based as well. Yeah, because something will happen. Something. So it's all <laughs> about preparing us for change. When Here's the fucking funny thing. You can't. Yeah. And you have to, even when you get older, it's still a challenge to do it. It's like, yeah. did you change your underwear? You're like, technically. I turn them inside out. Yeah, it's like, I don't appreciate you questioning my ability to make sound decisions. <laughs> it's, it's like, wait. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> Like, can you see the stains? <laughs> oh, oh, crap. Like, does it smell weird? Because I'm sorry. 
I definitely meant to change. Like, I, I know I'm supposed to. Well, uh, the funny thing about change, man, as I keep saying, is you're always one step behind it. And oh, I think, yeah. I just, I just think that's that's something that we've had to acknowledge. And unfortunately, it's often the most um, uprooting and difficult circumstances that allow us to come to oh, terms with that. Oh, man. You, you hope that experience isn't always the best teacher. But it it, it is, again, like, again, if I was to go back to where we know, you know, the places that we've, we've been. Yeah. It's like you're bound to learn. If you don't, you're going to do the same thing. You know, I was forced to look at myself. After when my, again, a few of my closest friends, you know, passed away in such volatile manners, I was forced to look at myself. There's a couple of people to tell me about myself, too. <laughs> like, yeah. now that you, you know, it's like, oh, now you're going to pay now attention. You're open. Now let's have that conversation. Yeah. And it was like, it's like a ton of bricks. You know, it could, it's, but, and my dad would always say to me, it's like, you know, experience doesn't have, it's like, if you can get it, it's good. It's better to get it. Outside of the experience showing you what it is, you know, but if you, uh, uh, you know, if you should so happen to have that, those type of experiences happen, learn, you know, like don't do the same thing. That's the only way you'll know there's growth. Hard work, though. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, it's like, and then you're I, trying I, to. I saw, I saw you in 2020, and it was like, and even before that. I could tell that you were just coming to terms with the path that you were now on. Yeah. And you can't go back. That's the thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Not one part of me wants to. Like, I, I always have this thing to myself sometimes, like I was saying, where I go, oh, I can see why I drank. Yeah. But there's a part where it's just kind of like, I remember, I can remember the day that it felt like a sickness. I felt it more of a sickness. It was like I completely lost the whole entire want. Like, it was just kind of like it. It, but, but it was personal. It wasn't like where everybody like, keep it away from me. It wasn't yeah. that. It was kind of like, it was like mocking me. It was like, wow. I remember looking at, and I remember it was one, I forget, I think it was a bottle of Glen Meringue. And I was looking at it and I was like, wow. I was like, wow. Who is drinking who? I was like, I'm never, the way I, I was like, this is it. This is it. I was like, this is literally the moment. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, never God, again. We, we fool ourselves through a few of those before we reach the one that truly resonates. Yes. Yeah. That's what Erica said to me, too. Erica Erica told me, she said, you'll stop when you're tired. Erica Badu? Yeah. Yeah. She said that to me. And it was kind of like, you know, it's always like, you know, you know, yeah. she's country. So there's a part where it's just like, okay. But then and she said it to me. And I remember when I stopped, that was the first thing that came to mind. She was like, yeah, well, you'll stop when you're actually tired. And it was like that moment I could acknowledge and admit I was tired. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm going to do the same thing you again. You surrendered. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to do the same thing again. If, and I was like, I realized, like, I was probably next. Yeah. Yeah. And it just kind of, it, it sat with me in such a manner that was just kind of like it became a driving force. Um. Yeah, it's a lot. I know. It's, 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 it's you know, it's, it, but that's where that came from. So glad you're here. As it was, it was a lot to see, front row. You know, Mac was like a uh, that was like a peak experience of like again because there's a few you know there's Megan Stable like she yeah. passed away afterwards. Yeah. I had a couple other friends that went out in such volatile ways like that, but Mac was, I don't know, it's like my emotions went concave. It was a very interesting crossroads because as that happened, things were even amping up in my life. It was like I couldn't walk down the street without somebody saying something to me. 
it like it scarred me like irreparably like like it was genuinely like whoa that is a clash of experience yeah i walk into a building people cut music down i didn't even it just somebody walks up to you and it's just like hey 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 you know it's like and it it would be like that for a a couple years what a shadow following you around that's just it was wild and it was something to have to like and then also sobering up at the same time. Yeah, so you're hyper lit. Oh my gosh. It was it's like loud noises. Like somebody just shooting a gun next to your ear, like <sighs> and like flashing a strobe light, like all the time. All the time. You know, and anytime friends would come around, they would be like, What's going on? And I just kinda like it, it was kinda in a daze. And then here we go with somebody that would be interested in me. They would start to see little things. They would see stuff. They'd be like, You're not processing this. Mm. Like you're not it's like whatever you've done to start, it's like, but it, you're not processing it. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, I, I had to like work on being able to communicate. All of this stuff showed up at the same time. It was like a ground zero for me, for real. You know, anytime I, there's like a giant mural of him, you know, that's right off of a Highland. I roll by it and I salute it. Just to, like you were just saying with, you know, your friend where it's just like, I wouldn't be doing him justice I wouldn't be doing any of my, you know what I mean? I would, it wouldn't serve me to do the same thing and go the same way. It wouldn't serve anything that was built, you know, like anything that was created with this. It's like this, it's being able to acknowledge it and being able to look at it and go like, okay, that's, be accountable for what that is. What am I going to do with my time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in the last few years, while you've been figuring out what it is you want to say, we've also been just surrounding you and just throwing you fucking awesome shit. <laughs> like it's fans, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's the craziest thing I think being an artist in this day and age, where the fans used to respond to what you did, and then you would have to keep feeding the well, right? Like filling it with water. Now you can decide to go live life, do things, and the water. We keep filling the water with the pails of ourselves do you know what i mean yeah it's like you yeah. keep showing up and people keep discovering your things it, it should always have been that way music is timeless it goes from mouth, hand to hand and mouth to mouth that's how it moves yeah but but how has it sort of been kind of recognizing that music you made even like some time ago living in that space where people discover it talk about it and like you got shit that trends m- millions and millions of people and you you haven't lifted a finger to promote it or do anything about it like <laughs> your face is everything right now like what does that mean if anything to you it's trippy you know the internet is a wild place the internet's a fucking wild place it's a you know i think about the passion in which we like have these moments that we come across the music you know like, you know, when you talk about anything from the blogging era to, like, you know, going to have to dig for records and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like... It was actually the opposite. It was actually, like, we had a time when we didn't want to share it. Yeah, it was like, it was like <laughs> let me hold on. I this think is just mine. It's happening in a different form now, I think. I yeah. think that this is a part where people are getting a chance to get married to the things that they love. Call it post-pandemic. Call it all kinds of... Whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. I think that as the time progresses, like, I think that there's a want to connect to that part of oneself i think i i would imagine you know it's like i don't know because for me i'm always having to tell myself everything is fine yeah. <laughs> like yeah. steven is you're this is cool you're okay yeah, yeah just Same, like by the way yeah you like walk outside like i can stand outside for a few minutes <laughs> and i am functioning just fine right yeah, now like this is this is great i, I picked up the bass i 
I exercise. I'm like, I have to, like, yeah. it's almost like it's, it's like tethering. Mm. So every version of it, even when it comes to the way it translates with the music, I think I, everybody's finding the, how to tether themselves back to where they feel right in a place that feels good for themselves. It requires investment. And I think you made yeah. a really good point about like, a lot of times I think um, the gener each generation that, that follows the last gets saddled with this unfair um, lifestyle description of like, you don't c commit to anything or yeah. you just want t 20 seconds of everything. And yeah. It's actual bullshit yeah. because- for the longest time, we've been consuming things short form until something's quality enough to grab your attention and hold it. And then, to quote the great Thundercat, who sits before me, you get married to the things that you love. Yeah. My kids have things that they are titillated by or interested in, things that they like, and they have things that they love. Yeah. And those things, you just, you grab them and hold on to them, you know? Because they're like moments. They become, what's that thing where it's like core memories. They become all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, you, you are that to me. And you are that to a lot of people. Well, I'm thank sorry. You. I know you hate compliments, but I, I, can't, I can't avoid them, unfortunately, mate. It would be thank against you. my nature to not tell you that. Um, I'm trying to figure out in this never-ending sort of, well, it will end one day because I'll stop breathing. But like, uh, it, it, while I'm here, it will never end this, this search for like um, through lines. Not in an analytical way, but just because I'm curious. The thing that I can apply, as far as I know today, to the things that become my core memories, the things I'm invested, I'm married to, yeah. there's an unapologetic authenticity to the creative process for you and for the people I love. Hey, I don't feel like you make art for any other reason but that it serves a purpose for you, for good and for t and for tough. Does that make sense? Well, it, it's it's a. Uh, I appreciate that. It's like uh, I feel like it's always a double-edged sword. You know, it's like, it's for you and also not for you. That's how I've always felt about it. So like, how do you, okay, so when do you make the disconnection? Because you're not, it surely can't be not for you when you're in the middle of making it. Oh, well, it, it's going to come out of you. You know, it's going to come out of you. It's like, I, I don't know. I think there's a, I think there's a part of it where it's like, you have to lend yourself to it. <laughs> you know, Little, you get... <laughs> just just these these perfectly constructed sentences. You have to lend yourself. To. I'm just collecting them, man. You have to lend yourself to. It. You don't own it. Yeah, it's like you know. There's you know. I was I was uh, I was actually writing with JD and Domi last night. You know, amazing. We're, we're sitting here. You know, it's like even the part where we're just like you know, putting three of us in a room is like a bad episode, like a Nickelodeon episode, like a, of Jazz Masters. It was just like you know. <laughs> It's like, you know, you're, it's Put a, three of the most precociously talented musicians <laughs> in one room and see what happens, kids. Yeah, but it, we were, you know, so it's us and uh, 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 Greg Kirst and, and, and. Oh, my f and God. You got, you got always <laughs> on in the room as well. I call him always on because the shit is always on. Greg is a beast, man. He's a beast. And, uh, but we're sitting here and it's just like, you know, emotionally, it's like watching literally like an episode of, uh, of Ren and Stimpy with uh, too much, uh, was it? French Toast Man and yeah. the horse and all. Yeah. It's just like, da, 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 da. we're going, you know. Powdered Toast Man. Oh, yeah, Powdered Toast Man. Yeah, Powdered Toast. You're just like flying in the window backwards. You just, you know. And, but there's a part where when it comes to the moment of what it actually <laughs> is. Yeah. And the, it was one of those moments because it's all, we're, you're joking and going turbo and going crazy. And what comes out of what we were creating, it was like, whoa, whoa. You know, it's like, it's so many things it could be, but then when it, when it becomes, it was becoming this thing, it was be starting to take shape and form. It was like, it was like, whoa, that was a lot. That's going to be the most present you can ever be in your life. Oh, man. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, and even when it comes to the content of what you decide to sing about and stuff like that, it's kind of like, 
can't be afraid of the, you know, what, you know, like exploring it and like letting it become something mm. and not feeling weird about it being like, oh, you know, like, again, like, you know, oh, I feel like I've said this or oh, I'm always this or it's this, this type of way. And it's like, no, it's just what's really there. Yeah, because everything else in life has some kind of precursor to it. I know what I've got to do it an hour and 20 minutes. That's a precursor. Yeah. I, I know that at some point I'm going to go home and see everything is kind of a yeah. preamble to the experience. Yeah. That is about as close to the change as you can get. Sure. Yeah. It's because it's, 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 it's changing in front of your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And the playing is funny. The, the playing be- between us is always like, you know, you know, you know, don't be yelling. She'll be like, oh, you need to practice more. Or like, <laughs> don't be being like, I haven't, I just had too much caffeine. Or it's like, it's always like this weird. But there's a part of it where somewhere in between yeah. is where the stuff meets. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, again, lending yourself to it, not being afraid. Last time I saw you play live, you were one of the few artists who actually were brave enough to step out on a stage in front of a bunch of cars like a Disney film and, uh, <laughs> and, 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 do, and do a show in the, from, from the confines of our cars. Uh, it, it really was like a drive-through experience. It was nuts. Um, That's crazy. We loved it, but I never really got to ask you how you felt about it. It was just the weirdest thing ever. Oh, it was it was awesome. In one respect, I felt like I was on the set of California Love with Tupac. And, and I, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is where we're at now? But without like, the Mad Max, yeah, without like the modern Mad Max. It's like real posh Mad Max. Yeah, you know? posh it's, like, Max. <laughs> it's like, ooh. <laughs> You know, Mad Max. A company retreat for the dystopian company. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, all right, guys. You know, anybody want to have a roller derby? You want to start crashing? <laughs> All right, no, but it was it was fun. It was fun. Uh, again, I, things that again, like we were talking about core memories and stuff earlier. I'll I'll never forget Kamasi saying to me like, you know, no matter how you feel about how well or how you know you didn't do or whatever it is when you're playing, it's like any day you get the chance to play and you get to do that, it's a great day. It's a great moment. You got a chance to play. You know, that was like a real thing Kamasi instilled in me when we were younger as teenagers. It's like, shoot, man. Nah, it, it, like it's like anytime I would feel some kind of way about something, I'd be like, "Ah, oh, man, it was killing." You know, I'd be like, "But I didn't. I couldn't. My my pedal blew up, and it was like one of the strings popped, and I I don't know half of the scales." And like, nah, man, it was killing. And I, and it took a while to set in and realize, like, yeah, no, any time you get to play like that, it's a joy. You know, I think about that that collective of friends that have all individually gone on to achieve things, and yet we're still obsessed with the collective. Hey, man! You know, we're obsessed with the unit as it exists, even though technically it doesn't really exist. Yeah, it's like move as one. Yeah, you know. But you cross paths and you do what you got to do and everything else. Um, Looking back on that time now and thinking about the way everyone's kind of. uh, identity present themselves you make Kamasi sound like he kind of had the wisdom even at a oh, young yeah. age oh yeah Kamasi I always say this Kamasi's been 50 since he was like 17 <laughs> <laughs> it's just first he was wearing a suit uh, he's just been wearing a suit the whole time yeah and he's just like Kamasi is Kamasi <laughs> you know I would say that he's always been like that yeah. I dare say he's always been like that you know he's you know, I think I've said a, a, a couple of different points. He literally could have been a physicist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But there's a part of it where it's, it's just, I grew up with this sage of a friend, you know? What What is one of those kind of core feelings or memories you have if, if you transport back to that, if you look through the annual of life and you and you sort of recognize and remember that, that period in time when you were active together and life hadn't gotten and taken you all into disparate different yeah. places. What, what, what do you think about when that comes to mind? We were all. We would always be together. We would go to the movies. We when Amoeba first popped up, we were at Amoeba. 
you know, like spending hundreds, spending the money from the gigs on CDs. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, sitting in the car, eating burritos, listening to Ravel, you know, like going, huh. You know, like same thing with Brandon Coleman. Brandon Coleman gave me his car. You know, yeah, like he passed his car down to me. He was like, because he knew, he was like, man. You, you need to be able to get to shows, yeah. dude. And Brandon, yeah. like, you know, like discovering Herbie, Fat Albert Rotunda with uh, yeah. with them sitting in the car, having to park the car, pull over and just sit there and go, we got to learn that tune. You know, like you got like all of those things like that, you know. Uh, uh, practicing at Cameron's dad's house, dad and mom's house, and practicing at Kamasi's dad's house, you know. I didn't realize how specific it was that we grew up until around now in the thirties mm. where you're like, Holy crap. You know, it's like it's hard to put two thoughts together. What the hell were we doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we we're like the lost boys. We just, I got a car. We're going to do some gigs. Let's go to Amoeba. And so we're going to pay for our food with the gigs. And it's just like, as a parent now, I, I just think that, that it must've been such an amazing era to be um somebody's guardian someone's influence someone's someone's tutor as a parent to see you find each other the feeling of like ah oh, these guys like <laughs> they're knuckleheads but man they've found their they've found their purpose together and yeah, no, there's so many funny moments where it was just like uh i remember one time we went to the movies it was me ronald cameron taylor and, and kamasi yeah. i mean I, I forget who else it was we went to universal city walk and it was like, you know, like our parents, our parents would never question. If we were together, you didn't have nothing. It was like, yeah, someone's going to be the grown up. We're going to be fine. You know, it's like, where's Ronald? Oh, he's at Kamasi's house. Okay. Right, where right, where right. they at? They're at the Cameron's house. Okay. Whatever. Right, 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 right. And I remember one day where it was like, you know, this, but we were still kids. So there's this part where it was like me and my older brother's like interaction with our parents was just completely night and day. It was like, I, it was one of these moments where we were like, we went to the movies and we were out late. And so I always knew if you just call them and let them know what you're doing, you won't get in trouble. Yeah. Freedom, was, freedom secure. Yeah. Like yeah. Ronald would be like, shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> like, and so we called him back to back. It was the, and I, I, I guarantee you, Kamasi and Cameron, they remember this. We had just got out the movies and I called my parents and was like, hey, we just got out the movies. Uh, yeah, we're just going to be probably a little late. We're going to get some food or something. Just kind of, you know, let them know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. And Ronald was going off. He's like, see, that's not the same thing that happens, what I call it. And, <laughs> like, for sheer experimental purposes, Ronald, he called, and my mom was like, come home now. It didn't matter what. <laughs> come home now. And it was just like, I'm, but we're in the same. It was like we're in the same. But it was just kind of one of those. We're still kids. You know, we're still kids because it's like, you know, you know, you got you're, you're 16, 17 years old. It's like, no, you bring your butt. You come home now. It was just like, I'm standing next to Steven. Like, <laughs> we're in the same place. It was, but it was just like, again, kids. We were still kids. You yeah, still had to be accountable to your parents. But you know? also, it's, it's parents. Yeah. We, we are yeah. absolutely, it's something we don't often acknowledge because it, it chips away at our ability to exert influence. Oh, yeah. You know. But we are fucking off the mark oh, man. so much. Oh, right? man. We uh, reserve the right to be inconsistent, hypocritical, oh, and yeah. fucking stupid. It's different when I do it. You, can, <laughs> you, can, you can't do the same type of shit. Totally. Like, it's just what it is. But we were those kids, man. We would just always be about. Yeah. Kamasi literally had a book of original tunes the size of the real book when we were kids. He would write music every day. You know, anytime you came over, he'd be like, check this tune out. I was writing this tune. Just discipline. Yeah. You know, yeah. had a Mac computer. 
you like, man, I'm working on this, uh, you know, it's a feel. Maybe, maybe you can feel it, maybe you can record it later, but it's like, you know, yeah. but he was always like pushing. dedicated. Yeah. You know. How is, um, how's it been rocking with the four funksters from California? <laughs> yeah. Chili peppers, yeah. man. I mean, I think if you're gonna if you're gonna step into an environment that is stadiums only, um, and you're gonna get to tour with a band of that caliber, a Chili Peppers, um, I reckon that's probably the most dialed in experience because those that guys have lived it all, right? Awesome. So, so, so you, you're not moving in into a stadium. You're moving into a purpose built Chili Peppers oh, lifestyle man. environment. Oh man, let me tell you something. Seeing Flea come out on stage, yeah. and and I seeing all of them, but seeing Flea yeah. come out and just whoop ass every night was like, I have no excuses. I have none. This is like full account. This was like, do better. It was like awesome. way better. That's you know? awesome. And, and also t to do it within the framework of songs that draw 80,000 people a night. Like it's oh, one yeah. thing to go out there and whip ass and be a fucking, to be a, a, a maestro. It's another thing to be doing it over all around the world. <sighs> I'm like, man. You know, it's like, that's a fucking actual pop song. Man, it just, it, it was inspirational beyond reason. You know, there's a couple of funny moments for sure. You know, like there was, I think we were in a, where we had in Florida, where like the whole entire show gets pushed back because yeah. uh, it was like a thunderstorm, and you know, you know it's unions. You can't have anybody on stage because yeah, yeah, you die on on World Star yeah. like setting up the stage for the <laughs> 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 everybody's getting sued. It doesn't matter. Your cat's getting sued. Yeah. The person who told you your car is getting sued. So like literally, like the show gets pushed back. So when I usually walk, I, it's like you know when I'm I'm playing, I'm you know showing uh opening up mm. and so there's a lot of people there but it was like i had never gotten to see the full of the you know i was like yeah. oh shoot everybody's here so the show gets pushed back yeah and i i walked out on stage with everybody there <laughs> and it felt like the avengers infinity war <laughs> i was like i came out and just belted i was like Aah! i was like oh my god it was like raining i was like you got stadium fever oh my gosh it was like fever. lightning in the background i was like oh joking with Haley about this from Paramore because she did those shows with with Taylor Swift yeah and it's like it starts out and it's a Paramore show and by the end of it she's marching up and down the center oh. stage she's on the B stage just <sighs> like ain't it fun I'm like you yeah. got stadium fever oh my god it's a real thing it's a real thing and I remember seeing that and going like this whoa I was like what do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where am I, where am I what's funny is when it comes to that situation, when it's fight or flight, dude, you fucking fought. You stood oh. your ground and were like, I'm Thundercat. Oh, I, this oh, is what I do. I was like, I almost got completely naked and just, no, uh, <laughs> no it was in, it was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, whoa. But like, after I play, I'd be out in the audience. Yeah. You know, just out yeah. there screaming the lyrics, you know? Yeah. And, I don't know. It just it was growing in many different directions psychologically for me, for sure. I felt so small. But I also felt so massive. Yeah. You know, it was like, whoa. I was like, where are we at right now? And, and by the way, you're meant to be there. Yeah. Um, I love you, man. Love you too. <laughs>